What's going on? I'm Anoki the One, back with another video. And in this video, I will be talking about how um, I went from making 6K, so 6,000 in the year of 2020 and $6,000 in the year of 2021 to making six figures in 2022, okay? And so this is going to be a Red Pill Radio episode, so it will be a podcast so I'm going to be uploading it you'll be able to uh, listen to it um through Apple podcast and different things like that and just to give you kind of backstory on why I've been very quiet in 2022 it was very very quiet but also why I hadn't done a actual podcast in a very long time I think I haven't done a podcast since 2022 but I kind of was turned off by the fact that you know, the red pill movement. Um, I didn't really want to be associated with the red pill, like the men's movement, red pill movement. But I think about, and I may still change the name, I don't know. But I think about why I started it and why I named it Red Pill Radio was because, um, you know, I'm in alignment with the whole theme of the Matrix, right? And then 2022 was just like a huge mind-blowing you know, escape the matrix situation for a lot of people. And I had already been guided to, you know, my artist name, which is Anoki the one. And one of the first interviews that I did for the podcast was with Sophia Stewart, who is the mother of the matrix, right? And she broke down, you know, what red pill and the blue pill meant um, at that time. And this is before that whole movement popped off. And, um, basically the red pill in the movie and, you know, just in general, the true meaning is human being human, being a human, human life versus machines, right. Versus the technology versus, you know, the, the blue and black, um, ink, right. It is, um, human choosing human life, choosing to be a human, right versus choosing to move and be a machine and to um, assimilate uh, to the matrix, right? And so ultimately, um, and when I think about it, I thought about like, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of um, a contradiction, right? That it's like men going their own way, the red pill movement, because a lot of a lot of it is going away from women, women. And, you know, to me, a big part of the agenda that really popped off in 2020 was going against womanhood and women, um, especially with the LGBT, you know, trans, non-binary, you know, uh, uh, them, they, um you know women with vulvas all you know all this other stuff uh what are they what is that other thing that i'm trying to think of um cis women all this other you can't just be a woman you got to be a woman right but ultimately that that red blood right we have periods um and 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 every human being that comes to this earth comes through a woman including the red pill uh, concept including the matrix concept and the matrix is you know largely um escape the matrix largely is you're getting 
being born and and coming through the womb, the matrix, the matriarch. Okay. And so, um, I think that, you know, not allowing myself to let go of the red pill radio concept because of this whole movement that is happening. I don't want to associate myself with that. I think, you know, that's trash. So, you know, I may keep it. And this is going to be the first uh, episode that I have had in a long time. And if you don't like me rambling, (laughs) well, then this ain't going to be for you because the whole point of me doing this in a podcast form is because I'm going to be rambling. I'm going to be talking for about an hour or more. So uh, buckle up and buckle down because this is a long story and I, 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 I need to drink some water because it's a lot. So how I went from making 6K in a year to making six figures in a year. And the what's interesting is the way that I survived um, with only 6K <laughs> in 2020 and 6K in 2021, the way I was able to survive is the way I was able to thrive um in 2022 and the way I will continue to thrive beyond in the beyond right and I'll talk a little bit about probably a lot of bit about how I got to that place right um even though it's not too hard to you know imagine when everybody is forced to stay in the house and not work for you know a period of time a good period of time Um, but ultimately it was spiritual guidance. I got really, really spiritually, um, like I, I allowed God to lead every decision. I let go. (laughs) I had to, I had no choice. I, I surrendered. That was, I'm Aries. I am an Aries, right? surrendering we don't do okay we take we take action we make it happen we make we making something happen we making it shake right and so and ultimately what it was is me surrendering also to feminine energy my feminine energy right and um just allowing myself to receive learning how to receive um and to be taken care of by the universe right and that sound like a lot of people uh they talk about it but until you actually do it it's so scary (laughs) it's the scariest thing ever like what you mean what you mean right and um you know looking back and even in that I am very 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 grateful in the spiritual things that I was doing um because you'd be like dang what, what was you doing the whole time what was you doing right and the spiritual work that I was doing is like in the habits that I developed is what has allowed me to make six figures and continue and beyond right and what kind of sparked me to like I wasn't gonna I went back and forth on if I was going to um talk about this because I didn't uh, nobody knows that that's what I made I just found out (laughs) 
<laughs> literally, I just did the math. Like literally the week before last, I just did the math, and I'm like, well, damn. At the end, like I, I added up. I calculated. I'm like, well, damn. Okay, so my mama don't even know. Y'all might know before my mama know. Okay, so um. It's just interesting, but last night I was watching a, a portion of a podcast where, you know, they love to talk about six figures this, six figures that, and how women need to pretty much lower their standards. Um, and this I'm not going to talk about that in this video, but I'll, I'll have other podcasts and videos where I talk about little stuff like that. But they were talking about how this woman felt like you know, she needed somebody, a man, in in order for her to fully submit, blah, 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 with a man, uh, to a man or whatever, he needs to be able to make six figures or more. And, you know, everybody, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. And the lady was like, uh, who asked her that, she was like, well, do you understand that less than 10% of um, men make six figures in a year? And... I was just like, well, damn, because I had just figured out, <laughs> I had just did the math. I'm like, well, God damn, okay. And then for her to say that, I'm like, you know what? This actually is a really good, this is a, this is a pretty big accomplishment, okay? This is actually a pr- pretty big accomplishment, and I don't celebrate myself enough, and, um, you know, I just kind of want to, for one, celebrate myself, but also break this down for the people but also for myself because it has been crazy this has been a a crazy journey and I've been knowing this whole time that I wanted to you know do a podcast or talk about it um but I've been kind of hesitant because I'm like I don't want to jinx myself or blah 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 whatever but forget it I've been quiet long I've been quiet the whole year so it ain't jinxed it already already happened 2020 two is over and that and i did it so y'all can't reverse me and then that's the other part too like in 2020 2021 i'm talking full out spiritual warfare full out spiritual warfare and of course even before right and i could already feel it i already knew that, that it was happening it was coming and I'm talking full out spiritual warfare. So let's get into it because y'all probably like, girl, come on, come on with the story. Damn, we 10 minutes in. So uh, to to give some context as to uh, how I got there, right? How I got to that place. So before that, you know, I was doing pretty good right i was i had my own recording studio that i had worked really hard for a long time i'm talking you know 5 6 years grassroots you know grinding i started off like i started in starbucks i started my first like the the first concept because I had no place to do it and I just wanted to start teaching people and start my concept because I had the concept for a long time. I had done business plan competitions about it and I wanted to have a recording uh, studio where I could also teach people how to do it and um, provide a space where people could do it themselves. They can learn 
and also record collaborate and just you know you know how women do build each other up together right and a big motivation for creating the studio that I wanted to create in the way that I wanted to create it was that I was tired of um gatekeepers I was tired of the false gatekeepers of the people that you know they want to hide the information they want to um you know uh like when it comes to recording when I started on this path I realized that, you know, there were women that would come to me and, and this one woman in, uh, woman in particular, she told me how she was trying to get her music recorded. And um, the engineer was trying to get at her and she's like, no, nah, um, I just want my music recorded. Like, that's it. I paid you the money to record my music. That's what I would like you to do. And he told her, she's like, you know, I don't have to mix your music right. And she's like, Really? right and so I was just like I, I'm not done and even for myself it was just like people they would hide information they they trying to scheme a scam it was like recording music and getting things done musically as a, a, a female artist it was just like going to the mechanic like <laughs> it was a mess so it's just like I have to get the knowledge for myself I have to learn how to do it myself that's the, the reason behind me learning how to record just for myself in general and also how to produce how to write the songs how to do how to everything the camera the everything so I was like I would love to have a studio where people can learn because we have the technology now to where it's possible right to do it all yourself and so that was a concept and I struggled for a long time to put that concept together the way I was trying to do it and um the first rendition of that was just my laptop my headphones a little keyboard and teaching people at starbucks like that's where i started and then um i got to uh where i had like um i started working in the library (laughs) then i went to the library because it was free and you had this room where you can it was more quiet Right. And so I started doing that. And then I also uh, did like um, it was called the songwriting tutor to where I would teach kids literacy through songwriting. Cause I'm like, OK, maybe I need to find a niche where people are actually going to pay for it because, you know, these artists ain't got no damn money. OK. And so and they don't really understand what I'm trying to do yet. Right. And so I'm like, OK, well, um, everybody knows that literacy is an issue for the most part everybody knows kids need to learn how to read so I can do um literacy through songwriting right and so I ended up doing that in um uh at the shape center which is awesome it was crazy like I had these kids reading so we was in it was it was a summer I was teaching a summer class right and pretty much what I would do I had a hip-hop instrumental and I would uh we 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 came up with a song to go with the instrumental but the catch is you have to define all the words and we have to build it ourselves we're creating the song and then you have to be able to of course read the song right and we would do different exercises where 
um, I'd have them running to the dictionary to find information because that's what I really I got better at reading when I was a kid when I first started rapping because I was like, well, how am I going to learn how to use these words in my raps, right, when I was 10 years old if I don't know what they mean? So when I would hear, you know, raps on the, the you know, the radio, whatever, I would, for one, I would write down the lyrics of my favorite songs so I could study them. And if I found a word that I didn't understand, I would go and look it up in the dictionary. And I still do that all the time, even if I understand the word. But if I want to learn the other the other definition so I could use it in a um, punchline or something, I know all the different ways to use the word. Right. I'm like, you know, and that helped me to learn how to read better and faster. So that's how I was teaching the kids and they loved it. The, the 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 other teachers was walking past the room. They're like, "What y'all in here doing?" And they even had kids where they I'm talking struggle, struggle. I was scared for them. I didn't show them I was scared, but I was scared for their literacy. I'm like, Ugh. and the 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 teachers who had taught them before, they was coming past like, "Is that little Johnny? Is that, how he reading like that?" I say, "Hey." my techniques work all right and so I was doing I had done that for a year and um uh I was telling um the owner of the shape center <laughs> I remember that I'm sorry you know you know who you are I appreciate you man um of the shape center is gonna come to me um if I could just have four walls I'm a I'm a deck it out I'm gonna make it something I'm gonna make it great okay so I could really start my business have a location whatever I'll pay you rent for it whatever and um he said he was like I have this storage closet in the other location and I was like okay cool I mean hey I said four walls give me four walls let's go he clear out the, the the storage closet and it was like I would say it's like the size of this right here you can't really tell how big this is but it's not that big but it's not that that small um but it's a, it was a, a storage closet but guess what I decked out that storage closet you hear me I painted the walls you hear me I I I I, I put album covers on the 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 ceiling okay I decked it out I brought my little studio set up there and that was the first rendition of my studio which originally was called the computer music room which was a terrible name but I could not figure out for the life of me what I wanted to call it so um but yeah so I just started grassroots I'm talking I'm talking you know just grinding and for a large part of that time I was broke as I was broke as a joke um and um because um I had dedicated I was like I felt like I had to do this entrepreneur grind thing where you know I'm just broke the whole time and I'm just like 100% focused on building this business and that's it right and so I struggled <laughs> for years and years and years and for the most of the part I, I I worked to pay the rent at you know um the places so then you know when I moved from there then I actually finally got to an actual real studio um from you know that was next door to my uh mentor who had uh previously 
um, interned. So I would go over there. I would intern. I did that for like maybe five or six months. And when the air conditioner went out on the daggone, uh, in that area, I think, I don't know if it was the whole place. I think it was just in the storage closet. I'm like the, the, the air conditioner went out. It was somewhere. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. So I manif- I started manifesting this whole time of manifesting different things, whatever. But I'm trying to give you the faster route to get to where to update. Um, so I hit up um, my mentor. I'm like, hey, you know, could we have lunch or whatever? Talk to him. He's like, you know, I have this studio next door. The guy who's rented out, they just left. I'm like, oh, that's my studio, right? And so at first it was just a room and same thing. I'm like, shoot, I'll take it. The room was already, you know, padded. It was everything. It was just it was just it, right? All I needed was that room. I'm going to make it something, right? Put furniture in there, painted it, decked it out, whatever. And I started to manifest the entire studio in the most harmonious way. Because when I got there, somebody else was, um, you know, they had the rest of the the space, right? I just had that one room in the studio space, whatever. So I started manifesting that I would have the entire space in the most harmonious way, right? That's When you manifest, you don't want to manifest destruction. You don't want to manifest negativity for somebody else. You don't want to be hating on somebody else's stuff, right? That's how you manifest some uh, negative things to you, right? And the way that would look would be for, you know, the other person who's there, they may say, you know what, I don't even need this space. I need, you know, I would like to upgrade. I would like to do this. Right. And so um, that's actually what ended up happening at the end of the year. The guy who owned, who was a part of the, re- who pretty much ran out the rest of it. He moved on. He's like, you know, I really don't even need all this space. And, um, you know, I, I would be much better it would be easier for me to just do a little we work thing or whatever, because it's like, it's not even music related what I'm doing, but this is a music studio, right? Manifest in a harmonious way. And so then I had the whole thing and I was just like, Oh, my life is complete. This is it. I'm here. I made it. <laughs> and, and like, it was, it was amazing. It's beautiful till this day. It's, it's, I love, love, love that studio. Um, and, people would come and we'd collaborate i had a uh what is called creative hubs where i think it was like once or twice a week um i'd have you know artists come and they would come for free and we would create music together from scratch and by the end of the night we would have a, a song done um and it was awesome it was a very cool experience and I also was teaching music production songwriting home recording um I was teaching piano lessons for kids and stuff like that and also doing recording sessions and then you know we started making music videos for the songs that we would create in the the creative hub and I also started doing podcasts there it was just fire right it was just some fire some underground fire Okay, but I was too cheap. I was way too cheap. Um, I was super duper cheap. A lot of stuff was free, but I also started attracting 
haters and then also before like in my early stages before I had even you know take taken the first step I was doing business plan competitions stuff like that went to, to U of H for entrepreneurship and also HCC took class for in HCC for um entrepreneurship and one of my teachers told me about this guy who owned a studio and wanted me to tell him my idea um to possibly work with him to make it happen and what what actually ended up happening is he was just like oh yeah that sounds like a great idea and great concept whatever and I showed him you know the concept and what basically no the the, the difference is like five years between that time and now um what I didn't realize what he was doing was he would be checking up on me He'd be checking up on my progress with this innovative business that I was developing. That he was like, "Oh yeah, I just started grassroots or whatever." He could have helped me at that point, right? Um, but oh no, just started grassroots, blah blah blah. And he would be um, checking in, right, and and wanting to have meetings every few years. And I had already starting to feel like you know this is, this is a snake activity. And um, so then. Um, there is two different people that came into my studio and I'm working with them and I'm like, you know what? I've been blessed with this space and, um, you know, I like what they're doing. They're talented, you know, whatever the case may be, they can use my space. I'm not going to charge them. Maybe we could do some kind of barter situation and, you know, work together. Right. Um, and so, that's what I try to do with the first person. And um, as long as we're in my space, you know, it was cool, good vibe, blah, blah, blah. But then I noticed little things. Like, I would notice how, um, you know, because he had a, a bigger following. He had a lot of people that would go to his events and all this other stuff. And um, I noticed when he posted himself in my studio, like videos and stuff like that, why he tagging my my neighbor my my mentor's recording studio? Why he not tagging my recording studio? That's weird. That's weird. I mean, it's not like he don't know what it's called. There's picture. There's there's logos everywhere. You, it's gonna pop up before it pop. Why are you tagging the location next door? That's weird. That's weird, right? And then um you know, the way it was supposed to work, okay, you, you get to use my space for free, and then, you know, on the other hand, you know, y- you can market, and market people to come to the studio, right, or I can, you know, go to your events and be able to market, right, so re- reciprocate, right, but when I would go into his spaces, it would be a totally different energy, now, when we're in my space, oh, we're good, we're cool, blah, blah, but when I'm in his space is this weird energy it's like super weird like I'm his worst enemy or something like it like you could feel the 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 um it's like you can cut the tension with a knife I'm just like is this the same is this the same person right and then whoever I like whenever I would like I had a table set up whatever whenever I would break down to people what I was doing in the studio especially artists they would be they would not even just artists anybody I would tell they would light up like a Christmas tree and then it was like when I look at him he's just dark I'm just like what 
what is going on right and so it was just this weird is it's just really weird and then I started to find out now I'm offering a discount for his his people the people that work with him if they want to come and learn you know music production songwriting home recording blah 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 I'm offering them a discount right to come and 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 uh you know come in the studio and record and and learn how to do it because a lot of artists don't know how to do it um and it took me a really long time to learn so I'm finding out he want to have all these stipulations and rules that these people had to go through in order to pay for a discounted membership with me and I'm like why are you making it so hard for people to it's I'm discounting it for them for your people right like I'm already discounting it why are you taking them through all these hoops to get over here to even get in contact with me at all what what what's happening right and so um I started uh you know catching on to that and um the there was just this last straw where they had this this big event and you know I'm supposed to have a table because I've been letting you use my space for free for months now and I haven't even really asked you to do anything but you're supposed to be marketing the business and you're really blocking right and so when I get there I see this man going out of his way to make sure that the table that I get is all the way in the back and I'm just like I'm just like I'm I'm looking around like when this is all said and done we're gonna have to have a meeting we're gonna have to have a conversation because this 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 not gonna work okay this is not going to work okay and so and I prayed about it I was like Lord you know I I, I feel this is am I tripping like what, what? and then and like you know give me a sign if you feel like you know let me know what you feel like I should do whatever that's why what this is part of my spiritual um system right and I'm meditating by this bayou that I meditate all the time that, that was close to my studio and I open my eyes and I see a black snake slithering and a big black snake, probably a water moccasin or something, slithering a, a, across my path. And why was I not freaked out? Why was I not freaked out? I'm just looking at the snake. I don't never see snakes. I ain't seen a snake since I was like 12 years old. It was in the house and I was losing, I was losing my mind running from that snake. And I see this snake and it was just like an omen, right? It was just like, don't take it. I got my stuff up. I left and I said, let me text this man. Let's call the meeting. And so I had the meeting and I was just straight up, you know, real and raw. Like I, I broke down the different situations, what I've been observing. And of course, the whole time he's avoiding and pretending like he don't know what I'm talking about or whatever. And I'm like, all right, okay, well, um, Whatever the case may be, uh, I think that this, you know, we need to cut ties. It's not working for me. Um, I'm I'm literally not benefiting from this at all, right? So, you know, it would be best if we... And he starts to get mad. He starts to get angry. He, his real self start coming out again, right? Um, and he said something talking about oh, well you must just not be used to men uh like you you just not used to working with men I'm like you realize my whole clientele are nothing but men 
They're all men. So, you know, what are you saying? They're not men or they're not real men or something? Well, you just. I'm like, all right, out the door. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right? And, um, and he says something about, well, uh, people that cross me don't last long. I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. And it's just this negative, dark energy. And this happened again. This happened again. Then, uh, then somebody else. It's not long after that one, right? It's not long after that. Um, somebody else, uh, came in my studio. Very similar, it, and it's like it's it's crazy. Very similar, but a different different shade of it, right? Doing a lot of the same stuff. And this man talking about he want my my to see my business plan. I'm like, what? And they be coming all nice. And, uh, oh, yeah, I believe in what you're doing. But uh, let's work together. The same thing. And I realized, you know, he up there trying to block. Now I'm helping him. I'm not charging him nothing. That's crazy. And you're trying to block me. Right? And this so-called, I know these people putting spells on my, my business and on me. Right? Um... It's just it's just wild to me too because it's like you, I could see you having this energy for somebody that is you know uh, uh, that's 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 trying to tear you apart, tear you down. This I'm I'm trying to work with you. I'm not even charging you nothing, right? These same same people will go, and of course you know these people are, are of my shade, my complexion, pro black, Black Lives Matter brother sister white devil huda 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 da, 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 people you know that you you know you know that's who i was working with and um <laughs> it's so crazy right that's the ones that was snaking casting spells this man when i cut this one off after i figured out what he was doing just the energy the vibe the negativity um the snakishness trying to still kill and destroy he went as far as to to come to my studio when i wasn't there take a picture all right in front of my studio this is how sick and sad people are this is what's crazy um and photoshop the door as if it's the gateway and, and put some kind of caption like it's the gateway to slavery or something like i'm slaving artists while meanwhile Meanwhile, motherfucker ain't even paying for shit. Most of the artists that came through my studio never paid for a goddamn thing. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. I'm up here. I'm over here working my ass off. I, I mean, I was working at Starbucks while I owned the whole studio. I was working at little jobs here so I can pay the rent, so I can let people come in my studio for free. I'm working so you can come in this bitch for free. And y'all got the nerve. what really <laughs> so yeah and but also you know in that time like before that too because I and I didn't even realize I didn't even realize how I was looking how I was coming right I at that time I had three um three uh properties on Airbnb right all making me money, cash flow. I wasn't even having to hustle to do it. 
and um you know i was living really in between my uh my apartment that i had on also on airbnb and i had two other apartments on airbnb so i had three locations and i was living at my studio too because my studio had a shower everything i mean so i was bouncing back and forth between four different spots right and in my mind you know my perspective it wasn't the great at first it sounded cool like damn i got three properties on airbnb they're making me cash flow and i have my recording studio so i can live at any of them whatever and it was paying for my stuff um but i wasn't very happy i really wasn't happy to be completely honest it was just like i, I realized it's not the kind of life that i wanted to live but to the outside world I'm looking like I'm straight balling. Bitch got three properties. I got a recording studio. I ain't got to work no job. I'm just chilling. I'm sitting up here with artists. We making uh, music. (laughs) I had no idea how I was looking. I had no idea how I was looking to these people. So I'm like, damn, now that I think about it, no wonder y'all was hating. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm I'm not only am I black, not only am I a woman, but I'm a goddamn lesbian. Not only am I a lesbian, I'm a goddamn stud masculine lesbian. I'm not supposed to have, be able to have a job. I'm not supposed to be able to get a job, bitch. I got three. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be able to get a job. I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even supposed to be on earth. I'm supposed to be in hell somewhere. I'm supposed to be in hell somewhere. I'm not supposed to be able to have a job. I'm supposed to be desperate on drugs. You know, I'm supposed to be busted and disgusted. I'm over here with three properties on Airbnb making me cash flow. Got a whole recording studio. You, you, ne- I never even seen nobody, a black man own a, a recording studio. Okay. And so me, I'm talking about in my area, whatever, that owns the studio. I'm not talking about is an engineer in the studio. I'm talking about owns the studio. So I'm just people will come in my in the door of my studio and be walking around whatever who don't know me looking for whatever white man owns the studio like oh yeah it's like you see me sweeping they think i'm just working there right and so i didn't even realize how i was looking to people because i was just in my own little world and in the the little world that i was in i wasn't even having that great a time right i was just like i'm still trying to search and find my purpose and like figure out because i'm i'm like i thought that when I got this studio, my life would be amazing, right? I thought that, and I'm still going through like you know heartbreak and relationship, and you know, and um, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be rich. I'm supposed to feel rich. I'm supposed to, you know, I was able to travel. I was doing whatever, but I still was. It was just like something's missing. I don't know what it is, right? And so, and he's, and then I'm dealing with spiritual attacks. I'm, I'm dealing with spiritual attacks from snakes. I'm dealing with sp- spiritual attacks from people who, like an unrequited love situation from people who wanting to be with me and I'm not wanting to be with them. And so they're mad. Okay. And I'm just like, well, y'all leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Right. Leave me alone. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do me. Okay. And I'm, I'm used to being quiet. I'm used to being, you know, in my own space, like 
just living my own world in my own little bubble and you know i'm out in the world and i'm just like what the leave me to alone okay <laughs> so like even and then and the other thing too is like i thought that um getting the recording studio and all this other stuff was actually my dream but i think it was just a you know looking back at it i think it was like a way for me to get close enough to my dream to where I still feel like I'm doing it, but I'm not, I'm still too afraid to, you know, really do what my dream really, really is, or it's a part of it, but it's not the whole thing. Right. And, um, you know, a big part of it is being the artist, right. Not just teaching other artists, but being a artist. And, um, you know, I'm I'm just like, I work so hard and I'm trying to teach other people how to do what I'm doing and people not even having the same, you know, fire to want to learn that I had the same kind of energy, the same kind of grind, the same time kind of perfectionism and love for the craft and the art or whatever that I had. And I'm trying to teach y'all, I'm trying to teach y'all, y'all not even wanting to give it the energy, y'all not even wanting to pay for it right I would have paid I couldn't pay for it because it didn't exist so I'm trying to create something that don't exist right and you know I started to realize it's like this is a people pleasing thing that I'm doing this is I'm doing this to please people I'm not doing this because you know um it's my dream I'm doing this because I was bred to be an entrepreneur and um it's in my blood. I know I'm going to own a business at some point, but I feel like I was born to be an artist. Like, you know, this have my own, I'm doing the podcast. I'm supposed to be doing my own podcast, right? I'm supposed to be making my own music. I'm supposed to be making my own beats and making my own shit. Right. And, and putting good energy into that, right. As a creator, as an artist, and then also, you know, be able to give back as well. But, um, I need to put myself first, Right. And I started to feel that tug more and more and more. Right. And to 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 speak my voice, because I hadn't even been like recording videos at all at that time. Right. I was just, you know, pouring into other people and then for it to turn, backfire, turn around and, and I was just like, what am Right. And so I already had started to feel like maybe this is not even my dream. Like maybe I don't even want to do this anymore. But I had it had been so far into it that I'm just like. I can't give up now. I didn't work on this shit five years, right? And then 2020 hits. This is the long, y'all hearing the whole story. This is going to be like an hour and a half. I don't even know if we're going to get to the six-figure part. But y'all need to know the, 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 the backstory. So, and, you know, it'll be a part of a series, I guess. Um, And so 2020 happens. And right before the pandemic, I find out that the snakes or one of the snakes that had been slithering through my studio, right, um, was sponsored by the guy who I said, you know, my mentor told me to go talk to him at the studio who had been checking up on me every few years to see my progress. So then he could appropriate it and copy it. Right. And make it and, 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 and make do my studio before I could really do the full studio, right? And he gets funded. Of course, he's white. He gets funded 
for my studio concept now i couldn't get funded now people want to talk about oh they got all this funding for black women it's so easy i've heard white guys even before the whole gold goldman sachs situation talking about well this this should be real easy for you to get a loan because they have all this stuff for minorities at the end of the day who gonna sign the check who gonna sign the application it's still extremely 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 hard to get this funding that they say oh it's so easy for us to get it's very hard so um i was never able to get funding you know i i I would be doing business playing competitions I got second place. Everybody in the whole place thought I was going to win it. But, you know, um, it didn't happen. So just all kind of ways for me not to get the funding, which I am grateful for because I learned a lot. I built a lot of uh, character. And also I learned just a lot um, about business by having to do it grassroots. But anyway, this man gets to just get funded. And guess who 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 is he he sponsors right who who he's sponsoring who's events he sponsors the slytherin slytherin blm black lives matter snake the slytherin black lives matter snake okay the, now the white liberal is sponsoring him and they working together now this is the white devil i can't stand the white devil looking at um, those, those types those types those types right they'd be the main ones getting funded and, and, and getting sponsored and all this other stuff by the white liberals okay who will still kill and destroy another black business okay and then the, the the other thing that you know has has really turned me off um to be completely honest with you know trying to do pro-black stuff or whatever the case may be is of course that but it's so easy for people to justify in their mind um destroying a business like mine and a pro like any kind of project that I do or whatever, if I'm trying to do something for the community or whatever the case may be, right. And have ownership of it. It's so easy for them to justify because I'm gay. Right. Well, if you're gay, if you're, if you're gay and black, you don't really count. Right. Oh, you're, you're an enemy of the, you're, you're a enemy of the people. Right. You're not really for us. They're all for us. Like even with uh, black Lives matter, it started off with a lesbian whatever right and then you know they sold out to white liberals like they all do but you know while it was starting nobody had a problem that you know it was lesbians that started it nobody had a problem as long as they fighting for us and doing doing for us and 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 rubbing our feet and, and 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 kissing our ass all day then it's cool but the second y'all have it, oh, it's because they're lesbians, they're lesbians, 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 now they're lesbians. Fuck it. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. That Now it's just, I, I'm like the people pleasing, right? And that's what, you know, 2020 and 2021, that's what it became to me. It was the fuck it years. <laughs> For real. I'm going to tell you, it's the fuck it years. Fuck it fuck it years when i like <laughs> it's real shit though um when all that happened i had to shut down like you know i literally had to shut down my studio because of course they wasn't letting people you know um operate their businesses literally lock the door they, the doors was locked them up 
So why? how am I going to pay rent? Why would I pay rent if I can't even have customers coming in the studio? Right? So, um, so then, okay, it shut down. Right? And But at the same time, these white people just got funded for my business concept. Right? And, 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 and appropriating my business concept. Of course, they got nothing but me, people like me, as customers, taking their money all day long. Right? And, um, but the owners are white. Right? So, but hey, whatever. Um, but they're funded, so it's okay. They can have, you know, they can sit there for a year or two years and not make money. That's how, that's how you get the fun. You get the funding just in case you can't pay st- for a year or two, right? I didn't have that, right? So I'm having to close my business. I'm having to figure out life, right? And really dig deep, spiritually really dig deep, um, with a lot of things and I, I I realized and I had already my guys had already been guiding me to you know it's, it's you I mean we gave you this name Anoki the one you are the one of your life and if it's not making you happy it doesn't matter who it, it's making happy it's your shit this is your shit because at the end of the day you trying to struggle and, and carry along this thing to make these other people happy um, when it may or may not be time for that right now, when it's really time for you to take care of you first, you need to be taking care of you now. Right. And, um, I struggled and I was broken. I was heartbroken in multiple different ways. I was heartbroken because of my business, but also heartbroken because I, I allowed myself to, to people please for so many years at the hope, right to to receive love or some kind of reciprocation or whatever and there's a lot of people who start businesses because really they're seeking love right they're trying to solve problems for other people but really they want love right they want somebody to love them appreciate them and all this other stuff right and i realized that's ultimately what i was doing and what i wanted to be doing is what i love right i want to be doing what i love i want to be speaking my truth i want to be you know in my authentic self and it it's taken years and years of healing i'm still not there none of us the whole journey of life is to learn lessons and to live and to 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 grow so um but yeah those you want to talk about a dark night of the soul a bitch had dark years (laughs) two of them (laughs) two of them but it was crazy because this has to be a whole series because there is so much that I learned in those years and I've grown so much in those years when it comes to peace, even financial peace, right? I should have lost everything. I should have lost everything. How? I should have lost every single thing. How did I not lose every single thing, right? Really, the only thing I lost was the studio, which seemed really huge. I lost the studio. I also lost the uh the person that I felt like was my my um you know, uh the love of my life. I thought we were going to be together forever. A lot I mean so I was heartbroken on top of heartbroken. Heartbroken on top of heartbroken. And um what 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 I learned in that dark period in that aloneness was to care about myself, to care about myself enough to 
um, to make decisions for me, not to make decisions for, you know, the community, the people, the this, the that, but to make decisions for me, to make dreams around me, like what I want to do, right? Even if I'm, um, you know, creating a business or whatever the, may, the case may be, it's a business around what I truly want to do and what I want to bring to the community, not so much to uh, get love from people, to get appreciation from people, whatever, to serve them, um, but also uh, have it in a way where I can be served too. I can re- be reciprocated. I'm here giving for free. At that point, you just in business for love. <laughs> you're in the business for the love of the love. Fuck that. Fuck it. God damn it. I got a lot of love, but goddamn shit. The, it, it, when you don't allow yourself to receive, right? When you don't allow yourself to receive, the the universe will um um take from you. When you don't allow yourself to receive, the universe will take things from you, right? If you're giving, 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 you're going to lose at the end of the day because there is a law of giving and receiving. And when you don't allow yourself to receive or when you don't allow others to give to you, they become resentful, right? They become resentful and you become resentful too right you become resentful like man they don't even appreciate nothing i'm doing i'm giving them something free and i'm doing this and well that's your choice you chose to not charge higher you chose to not market to people who can pay more you chose to say i'm doing it for the culture i'm doing it for my people to tell your people go show you who your people are they show show me they show show me okay and so now it's like my people are are the people who are um vibrating on my frequency the people who are you know ready to give and receive reciprocate who um you know that are my people I don't give a goddamn whatever you are I don't care what you are if you're a damn whatever if you're a they them elephant cat whatever if you on my frequency we 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 together we the same (laughs) i don't give a damn no more so um but yeah and that's a huge thing that it taught me but also how to um and, and with that it was like the universe is like god forced me to be in a situation where i cannot just um well i could but it was it was a mutual, right? Be, and this is something that a lot of people would understand. That's why I didn't want to speak on it while I was going through it, because I didn't even fully. It, it's something you don't really. Sometimes you don't understand stuff until you're looking back, right? But it was a mutual, me, um, surrendering, right? Because I could have held on. I could have tried to force it. I could have tried to you know force some something to happen. In two years, think about it most people and people judging me they're like how the hell and of course not everybody gonna know my situation i don't speak on i wasn't speaking on when they got six figures when i had the 6k i wasn't really speaking on it people don't can't tell where i'm at what i'm doing right um but a lot of people don't understand you know you're they're not going to understand your spiritual journey especially when it comes to finances 
um, looking at it from the surface. And even me, I was like, what the, what is happening, right? I haven't been that broke since I was a teenager. A teenager, I've been working since I was 15. I was making that, uh, working as a lifeguard, okay? <laughs> so I'm just like, Lord, what, 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 what you trying to do, right? And so it was just very, and it was like, I'm talking deep. And I'm still, I still have a very deep relationship spiritually, very, very deep. Um, But in those years, I really developed character traits and a, a true understanding of what it means to have faith financially. Okay, to have faith financially, to have faith that your needs will be taken care of at all times. Okay, I'm talking how can your needs be taken care of in America at 6K at a year? Some of y'all still can't figure it out. I can't figure it out either. But guess what? I mean, I'm talking, I didn't lose my, I still was in my apartment. You know, I'm talking, the people talking about, oh yeah, they just squatted in their apartment for years. That was me. <laughs> that was me, bitch. <laughs> I was in that bitch two years two years and the whole time like I'm just like I'm just like lord I didn't even know how it was gonna work out I thought I was about to be asked out I thought I was about to be homeless every time I thought I was gonna you know I just didn't know lights would be going on and off not to know how where I'm gonna get the money for the lights where I'm gonna get money for food right and I'm like I could just go over here and do something but at the whole time I felt guided to just to just stand to be still and I'm like look here I, what be still right and heal and learn to listen a lot of people want to pray they want to talk to I'm talking to God I'm gonna talk to God, to God. Oh, well I'm gonna pray for you I'm gonna pray for this da, 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 da. but they don't know how to listen to the guidance take heed to the guidance and in each day I'm talking every day I would wake up I'm not I'm not knowing how I'm going to be able to eat I'm not knowing how I'm going to make sure the lights don't get cut off this time. I'm not knowing if they're going to come knocking on my door talking about time to go. Got to get all your shit out right now. I'm not knowing. These are things I didn't know. And and, and, and for me to be talking about it now, I couldn't have talked about it today. Because y'all would have been judging me. Y'all probably judging me now. Y'all judge me. Y'all judge me. But I don't give a damn now because I'm making six figures in this bitch. <laughs> but anyway, I, I knew it was happening. I wrote about it. But, um... So, <laughs> but, uh, no, like literally, literally. And it was very hard. I didn't talk to people, period. I didn't talk to them because everybody, every, nobody could understand that. And, um, God would guide me every time. There'd be times where, you know, there's like the, the, what is it? Uh, Houston food bank. I'm riding my bike. I mean, my car broke down too. That's the other thing. The, the, the car broke down. That's a, a a thing that really made it really hard, right? And I was my bike was transportation, but a, a year and a half. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. And so, but at the same time, like I made more content those two years than I've ever made, and you would never know. You would never know. And it's not like I was lying. It was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm rich. I've never been that person. But, and everything I'm saying, I'm real. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my genealogy. I would have never had that kind of time. I was studying. I was doing all kind of, I was just whatever the Lord want me to do. And 
all of that really just prepared me um to really uh take off financially but also like spiritually um relationally just in different areas of my life and um understanding like like when I talked about how I had my three properties I had my dream studio and I was just, and I still wasn't happy um it wasn't because I wasn't in a place that where I could be happy right it wasn't because um I wasn't having fun or whatever the case may be I wasn't I wasn't happy because happiness is fleeting right happiness is fleeting and what I learned in those two years and that I have to remember I have to remember these lessons this is another reason why I'm making this video to remember these lessons because there was times I'd be broke as hell <laughs> I'm so good I would get my I would figure out some kind of way to turn my lights back on and when I tell you I was the happiest motherfucker <laughs> I was so goddamn happy I would be, you know, and and I really was choosing, and 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 when I talk about that, um, like pursuit of happiness, that movie, I was re, I was watching that a lot. I watched that a lot before, but it, that was my movie. Think about that, that was my movie at that time. That was my movie, right? And um, it really was like the pursuit of happiness and choosing to see the light in even in the dark literally the dark bitch was in the dark sometimes (laughs) Sometimes I would go I'm talking it would be like days and days and days and it's not like you know I couldn't ask somebody for help whatever but I, I really felt like um God was calling me to just allow myself to be taken care of by my angels my spirit guides my guidance and you know revel in the the beauty of being taken care of by the universe okay and so um but no I would be I I would wake up in the morning and I I started doing my gratitude every day I'm still doing it I'm on day like 180 something but I started in that time when I started doing the gratitude because at first I was just like I was miserable I was just like this sucks this is the worst thing I don't know what what you know and it was this book the magic the magic um and really it's all about gratitude and I started doing my gratitudes where I would uh fill up a page front and back of all the things that I'm grateful for. And at first, of course, it was really hard when I'm, you know, but I'll find little things to be grateful for every single day. And, you know, I made it a habit. And the more I would be grateful for the things, and I'm like, well, damn, shit. The lights out, I don't know, you know, whatever, but I'm still in this bitch. How am I still here? How am I still in this apartment? What's happening? You know, uh, thank you for allowing me to have shows to be in the damn park because I could be out in the streets. Thank you that I am, am mentally stable because a lot of people went through the pandemic, they didn't come out mentally right. Thank you that I am in good health, whatever. Thank you for the food I'm about to receive. I don't know where it's going to come from, but thankful for it. thank you for it. I started being thankful for stuff in advance, right? And um, the more I would do that, the 
happier I would be, the better, you know, my experience would be. I would be riding around on my little bike, jolly and happy as hell. Motherfucker probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> and it does look crazy. When you actually have real joy in dark time, that look, you you can't even look at some homeless people. Y'all think crazy as hell. Some of them got some deep knowledge, you know, some character traits that they developed from being homeless or whatever the case may be, but that you would do good to uh to acquire. I remember when you know, I was working at this coffee shop downtown while I had my studio because I was, I told y'all I was hustling to pay for the studio. Everybody, people thinking I'm balling. Oh, making all this money. I was, okay. Um, I would, and I would see homeless people in this, I'm talking huge skyscraper. I'm looking around, huge skyscrapers. And you see these homeless people. And I thought about, and, and um, while I was, um, you know, working at the the coffee shop because it would be you know really i'm talking i'm sure six-figure earners or more or maybe not i don't know but business people would come to the coffee shop all the time and i got the idea to ask them you know what they think about stress and i just started interviewing people and maybe i may do like street interviews at some point or whatever because i i think i have you know pretty good questions that i like to ask people but um I started asking them like what do you think about stress in America and there would be people from all over you know in different countries but also in America and you know they started telling me stuff and as I'm you know doing these interviews just random just a random you know just doing it just because I was bored um and then I walk outside and I'm looking at these homeless people and I thought about how some of these homeless people out here they were once working in these towers these are just like you gotta think about these are human beings these are not like it's weird how people think about homeless people as if they're like some kind of aliens who just dropped from out of space and are homeless and they're just these you know despicable beings that just can't get their lives together some of these people were working in these high you know they were walking to work in in their suits and ties and they had their lexuses and all this other stuff and something happened you know, somebody may have lost their job and because, you know, they, they had so much, um, you know, weight, mental weight, spiritual weight, you know, psychological weight into this job. It was so a part of their identity that when they lost it, they just cracked. They completely cracked. They just disappeared. Whoever that person was, they disappeared in this whole, they're now, there's somebody else They cracked out. They just out of their mind. Right. Some people, you know, they were, you know, work hard and, you know, take care of the family. And maybe their wife got in a car accident and died and it just cracked out. It's just like over. They can deal with it. And, you know, they in the streets. Right. And so many different things. Right. And so, um, you know, with me going through that dark period of brokenness and brokenness, right? A broke phase, whatever. Um, I really acquired some deep spiritual wealth, like some spiritual, my mom, I'm always just talking about, you know, people be like, are y'all rich? Cause we had a, a, a nice house and mom always had, you know, she, she riding in the Lexus, my daddy had bins. And so people were like, are y'all rich? Are y'all rich? And I'll be like, when I was a kid, I'm like, mom, are we rich? And she's like, well, y'all, we're, we're, we're rich in the spirit. And I'm like, 
okay but that time period I got real rich in the spirit because I wasn't rich no other way (laughs) I sure wasn't feeling rich no any other kind of way but that is what prepared me to when God said go (laughs) I said release my airy inner Aries and I'm talking right and that what the what the go was was really it was letting go of the need to please and really family pleasing it it went down like it, it got deep to the point and I, i've still just recently dealing with it i've just realized i'm still dealing with it the people pleasing within family okay and not feeling like I'm, it, it's being reciprocated and so um I was I felt guided to just cut it off, cut it off completely and work, right? Work. And so um in in whatever way I can, where whatever possible it doesn't matter cuz another thing that was holding that started to help hold me back was this idea of entrepreneurship, being in I'm a business owner. You know, I have been a successful business owner. Right? I own uh 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 airbnbs and blah, blah blah and i've never been like a you know whatever type of person or whatever but i still had kind of a mindset of like i'm not trying to work for nobody Ain't nobody gonna tell me what i gotta anybody tell me what i gotta do where i gotta go right and you have a whole generation like that now and even at the time when i had like my airbnbs and when i started to feel lost i'm like well shit i'm supposed to be happy as hell what's going on now i don't even have to work i started getting bored right and that's actually the time where I um, was guided to the name Anoki the One. And so, because I had manifested my reality up to that point, but I realized I'm like, but who am I? When I when I got to where I wanted to be, I didn't have to work, you know, everything was paid, I got my properties, I, I could travel. At that point, like, who am I now? What am I? What am I? Who am I? So, um... I was reading this book called The Richest Man in Babylon, and I just read the last chapter, you know, to prepare for this, because that last chapter is um, what what this all wraps into, and um, the last chapter is called The Luckiest Man, Luckiest Man in Babylon, right? And it talks about how this, you know, this this old this elder was talking to one of his friend's grandson right and his friend's grandson and he and he was a rich man and uh he knew his grandfather who was another who was a rich man as well well respected blah 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 right but he didn't pass anything down to his grandson right he didn't pass any money or anything like that so his his grandson was resentful he's mad and he he was mad because he didn't want to have to work. Why he got to work? He he is the grandson of blah 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 blah, right? And this elder, um, he came to the elder because he knew that they were good friends. And he wanted to figure out what was his secret. What was the secret to him being you know so wealthy and you know living you know a successful life? And so what he pretty much broke down to the boy is that for one, both of them started off as slaves. It's deep. They both started off as slaves. And really, um, 
it could be seen as workers, you know, hard working people. And, um, but no, they literally were slaves in bondage, shackles, like shackles on their necks. Okay. Slaves. And he said to the boy that, um, you know, when he first came into slavery, and I'm not going to tell you the whole story because maybe y'all need to go read it yourself. When he first came into uh, slavery, he wanted to know from, um, you know, like, how can he gain his freedom? How is he ever going to gain his freedom? And, you know, one person's like, man, you, you need to you just pretend like you working hard, but don't. <laughs> like pretend like fake it till you make it to you so you don't break your back and die right and then there's another one who's like what you need to do is to find a good master and and, and this is going to be triggering because it was triggering for me at first find a good master like market yourself to a good master right and do really good work do really really good work and you know, pretty much what that translated to is find a good person to work with and work for and work really hard and make work your best friend because it is your best friend, right? It, You know, everything that you want in life, you have to work, right? You have to work hard um, to get it. And, you know, with all the manifestation and different things like that, cool. But at the end of the day, um, you still got to work, Okay, you still have to put the action. It's law of attraction, attraction, action, action, attraction, action. Okay, and so um, that's what he did. He worked really hard. He put his money to the side because the most of the book is about like saving and investing and stuff like that. But the the, the last chapter, the luckiest man in Babylon, um, the end, you know, ending thing is what it ultimately boils down to is until you can get to whatever point you want to get to. Um, you know, you need to find good work to do and do good work, like work hard. And that will be your best friend because it'll get you to all the things that you want. And when I thought about, you know, when I got, you know, my Airbnbs, when I got my studio, it all boiled down to working hard. I had to work hard outside of, um, you know, the studio, but also inside the studio and 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 that's what my parents taught me they were hard workers my grandfather I related a lot to it because my grandfather was a really hard worker he owned his own business but he worked really hard in that business he worked I mean I didn't used to see my grandpa growing up because he used to be gone to work before the sun came up and he owned the business and he was prepared to work he was 80 some years old still working right because he enjoyed working right and when I was in a position where I didn't have to work I was bored right? I was bored. I was like, this is weak. So when, you know, I got the message to go transitioning back to getting to the six figures, when I got the, the, the guidance to let go of the people pleasing and to go towards what I want. So let go of the things I don't want and get very clear on what I want, right? What I'm manifesting and what, where I see myself and then work, wherever you can work. So just started applying to wherever the hell, wherever, right? And I didn't even have no transportation. I, I, my, my, my bike was transportation at that point. And I wasn't feeling guided or called to ask anybody to give me rides back and forth or anything like that, right? No hammies, no hammies, no hammies, right? And um, I'm like, okay, well, I ain't got 
wherever I get a job, like, you know, what if I get a job and something on the other side of town? Get on the bus. Get on the bus. That's what I had to do. I was like, oh, shit. I ain't been on no damn bus since I was in high school. You mean to tell me I got to get on a public bus? I ain't never on no public bus, Lord. No. No. I was on the public bus. So, um, yeah, I just started applying to everywhere. And um, I, the first thing that I got was I was doing TaskRabbit, but I wasn't doing that too much because I didn't have no car. I didn't have no real transportation. And so I got um, a seasonal job at Tesla. And I was like, okay, I'm on, right? I'm on. I'm working for Tesla. This is fire. I had to, and it was a two-week trial, and I had to ride the bus to get there. I had to ride the bus and my bike. So I, 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 I would get on the bus early in the morning, make sure I'm getting there on time, and ride my bike the rest of the way and, you know, try to be dressed to impress and, and, and tie my bike up where people couldn't see that I just rode my bike and the bus on there because I'm I'm pulling up looking clean you would never know you would never know okay and so um I was working my behind off when I tell you I was working so hard I was just I was one running circles around everybody okay and everybody could see I was just hustling going in there looking good hustling and pretty much all I was doing for the job was you know preparing the the cars to be um sold like they would get washed and then pretty much I don't even know what you would call it but we would have to put the registration or the 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 paperwork inside the car it's just like a totally different situation than regular car sales I wasn't even selling anything there was nothing to sell people buy the car online they don't even there's no sales so um pretty much putting the, the paperwork um in the car driving the car around so I'm driving I, I drove every single type of Tesla and parking it in its designated parking spot and you know making sure your little stuff is clean and everything you know everything's together and then you know register it in a little app and that's it I'm like this is nothing this ain't nothing I was just but it was a lot of walking back and forth hustling going around trying to find the car making sure it's washed and then you know when it wasn't ready or washed or whatever I would get to start I started cleaning I'm like well, shit, I'm not doing nothing I might as well you know start wiping down cars whatever do you need me to help you need me to do something and then other people started working hard like me because they're like oh this girl she's not playing she's over here sheesh right and long story short, these motherfuckers didn't even give me the job. Two weeks. And they even had this girl, she was like, who who was like already working there. She's like, man, I please, please hire her because I ain't ever seen nobody work this hard. And she, I'm talking, she on it, right? Is another black woman. See, black women have always been very supportive to me, right? I've had a few that was just like shady, but. In my life, black women have been the most supportive, you know, types of people that I've ever, you know, encountered and being right. You know, shout out. I love my black women, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, so, but these fools didn't hire me. And there's a quote um, in that book that talks in that last chapter, it talks about the luckiest man in Babylon. And it talked about how, um, 
uh, don't mind if people don't appreciate your work because good work is good for the man, right? It it, it makes you a better man. It, they said better man, whatever. It makes you a better person. You know, working hard and doing good work makes you a better person. It builds your character. So even if the person that you're working for doesn't appreciate the work that you do, it makes you a better person to when you move to the next place and you go to the next uh, level in your life, your character has been built, right? And there's so many people they get brainwashed on social media. They think, oh, I'm, I, I don't want to work. I'm tired of working. I don't want to work for no man. I don't want nobody telling me nothing to do. <laughs> and they think they're going to be able to carry that same energy. They think that entrepreneurship and, and, and starting your own business is going to be a way to not work. You're going to end up, if you actually want it to be successful, if you want it to actually work, if you want your business to actually work and you're trying to build it from the ground up, you're going to have to work two, three, four, five times harder than what you was working for somebody else. So that whole mindset is a mindset. That, now, that's the type of broke that you 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 <laughs> don't want to be, okay? And so, and that's the kind of broke a lot of people are right now, okay? And so, especially a lot of pro-black, man, I ain't working for the white man. I'm going to start my own thing. I'm a hustler, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, hus- I'm a hustling in these shit. I'm hustling. I got my own t-shirts. got my own, 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 own. Boy, you ain't got shit. <laughs> you ain't worked a day in your life. And then be judging uh, women or judging other people that's working their behind all you, you You doing all that work for the white man. You do that. They got to tell you what you do. Boy, you, I'm paying for your goddamn lunch. Shut, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> Shut your. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, so I work my behind off. These fools didn't hire me. I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. And then, um, at the same time I had applied to work at Amazon. You know, you working at Amazon. You got to be a damn Amazon woman working at Amazon. Cause they gonna work you behind. They gonna work you behind. And so I ended up working at Amazon, but to work at Amazon, I had to have transportation because the bus didn't go there. But, and it was crazy. It was like the little check, I got maybe one or two checks. And even the check that I got, I I was struggling to pay for, at that time when I was working there, I was struggling to pay for the bus ride to get to Tesla. I'm talking brokity, 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 what's that about broke this how much it costs for the bus a dollar 25 bitch was struggling to to put the scrape together a dollar 25 in this piece i was selling things to get the dollar 25 okay broke it broke but i did it and then i was supposed to get my first check from tesla and these fools talking about uh we've been hacked i said you've been hacked now, I'm holding out thinking, okay, I'm going to get this check. I'm going to get this nice check because I worked extra hours. I was hustling. I was, you know, I got some overtime. And I'm finally going to get a lump sum so I could do something with Give me a car real quick. Okay. And these folks talking about we have been hacked. We don't know when you're going to get your check. Boy, I had to to, 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 to to recollect all my spiritual principles. <laughs> that I had been developing for the past years to not cuss somebody out okay and so you know and I had to wait for my you know wait for it and I finally got my my lump sum and um 
and it was just there's so many synchronicities at that time it was just like it was just like everything is coming together and um I had just enough money to get a car so I had I ubered and I was able to pay a little lump sum and it was just like I was guided to the exact right person to talk to the exact right person I was like whatever y'all got (laughs) at this point before I was bougie I'd be like okay you know what I want this is what I want I said give me what you got give me what you got whatever you got I can get give it to me (laughs) and I got it and so when I got that car, then it was like, okay, game over. Now I could do some stuff. Now I could do task grab it. I was working at Amazon and um and also when I first started working at Amazon, I had to buy a pay for a Turo uh because I couldn't use the bus. So I was like, I'm paying all this money for Turo and I'm pretty much breaking even. So I can't do this anymore. So then I was like, Okay, I gotta get this car and then I was got to the exact right person I'm talking wow and so got the car then when I got the car then I was able to do task grab if you don't know what task grab it is it's where you can do all kind of different tasks like organization um putting furniture together and um you know move help people move different things like that and so I was specialized in furniture putting furniture together um and organization I had no idea what I was doing putting furniture together at first but I learned as I go as I was going and I was like I'm just gonna work hard and then just gonna do whatever right and so I did that hardcore and I was ready to turn that into a whole business came up my own name task tacklers in this piece okay we we ain't no rabbits we whack ass rabbits I'm tackling tasks in this piece I even had I got I got a jersey I got a football jersey talking about task tacklers you feel me and so if I if I need to tackle tasks I'll throw the tackle jersey on right now today okay that whole experience humbled me I'm talking humble I'll do the work what work you need I'm not too good for working I'm not too good to work okay and so um that was and I started doing really well with task grabbing if y'all ever need a hustle if y'all need a side hustle or a front hustle or a middle hustle or a main hustle, TaskRabbit, I'm talking. I was making some good money with TaskRabbit, but it was taking, I, I realized there was a cap on my time. Like there's only so many hours I could work, Um, but it was something I could do independently and I had to have nobody telling me what to do like that. And the way my personality is set up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to work hard, but at the same time, you're just not going to, no. <laughs> you're not going to, no. You're not going to, you feel me? So that was just the perfect thing for me at the time. And I did that. It got really good at that. And what really propelled me, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I'm, uh, it's getting long. It's an hour and a half now. And we're getting towards the end. What really prepared, propelled me is I uh, met somebody who, 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 and I don't want to go too deep in detail, whatever, but I met somebody who I was able to transmute sex energy with, and I'll go deeper into transmutation of um, sex energy maybe on another video, but pretty much this girl that I love fine I'm like well goddamn she's fine <laughs> I feel like she liked me and um you know it might who knows it might be something because I'm feeling the way I ain't never felt in my life this is different this is different different right 
and it started making me think about things differently and like wanting to level up financially even like gets to the point where i'm like you know making me feel like i want to make six figures forget this i'm ready to to really you know take it to the next level and um with that energy it motivated me it kept me motivated to to keep working hard but then i attracted an opportunity I'm talking, I don't know, I'm talking these spiritual principles. I'm telling you the law of attraction, but also like gratitude. Also, you know, diligence, working hard, just all kind of just putting it together. Joy, just putting all my things that I've been learning together. And um, attracted an opportunity. And at first I was reneging on it, but then I was transmuting that energy. I'm like, I'm trying to make six figures. I'm trying to, I'm trying to level up. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about that's that's how women or I'm, it doesn't even have to be a woman but when you transmute sex energy and you start to see maybe you having a life with somebody else and wanting to help provide or work and build with somebody else then I mean it takes you to the next level and so I took that opportunity and I'm talking and it was sales I'm a beast I'm just telling you right now I'm a beast you see this mouthpiece, how I'm using this mouthpiece right now? I'm u- use that to sell, and especially to something I'm passionate about. Oh, <laughs> what? And it was a, a, a opportunity where I could make really good money with sell, good commission. And I was already on the grind with my mindset on working really hard. So you combine that, you combine it. And because with sales, it's very much about energy. It's about, you know, keeping yourself in a high vibe, but also like, you know, if you combine that high energy, you combine it with skill, because I have a lot of skill when it comes to sales, because I study, I read a lot about psychology. And it was selling something that I have testimonies behind. I'm just like, it was just so perfect. It was such a perfect opportunity at the time. And, um, and combine that with working really hard. Oh, your girl went off. Your girl went off. I came in like a rock. I came in there. I know I did nothing. I came in there busting heads, busting heads. I was the only girl in there busting heads. After I came in there, oh, oh, shit, we need to hire some more women. What are we doing? Right? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going off. And, you know, I was going to say long story short. Ain't no short. This has been an hour and a half. But that was what took me to that six-figure mark was ultimately it was a journey i'm not gonna say it sells because there's all kind of sales jobs there's people that with that actual job with that exact job that didn't make no damn money they make no daggone money right so it was a combination i'm gonna say it was just sales but of course sales is something where there's no cap there's no cap and you know i wasn't capping i was done capping i was done capping and 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 this job ain't got no cap (laughs) Oh, unless people want to hate and trip and I had to deal with that. But even then, uh, (laughs) I was like, okay, now we just, yeah, just, just raking it in at this point. And, um, like I quickly, I'm talking multiplication. I'm talking multiplication in this piece. All right, I'm talking my high month, okay, 
my high month doing TaskRabbit, which I was, you know, I was getting doing pretty good. My high month became my week. That's how much I was making in a week. With in a matter of a month or two. I'm talking quantum leaps. I'm talking. I was on there. I was out here. I'm like, Lord, what? 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 And so, like, in a world where we're constantly being told that, you know, oh, you know, you can't be successful unless you sell your soul or you do some kind of, you got to do a little thing, get a little thing. And even in that, you know, I, there's a lot of people that was sucking, kissing, kissing behind doing all that. What you got to do? We're in sales. Just sell, motherfucker. Just sell. Just do what you need to do. Work, work. You see? And so, and it, it makes me think back, like, you know, Tesla, Tesla didn't hire me. I'm so I'm so glad Tesla did not hire me. Imagine if Tesla would have hired me. I still would be running around doing getting an hourly pay. Okay, I, I I'm pretty sure I would not have been it. You know, wouldn't have received it the same way. And just like it, it was just so everything was just so aligned. It was just so aligned, and it just really showed me what it looks like when you're thriving and and I had already came up with the you know a, a few years ago that I changed it to thriving artist university and I didn't fully understand it in the studio really didn't even fit really with that name right and then even same thing with Anoki the one like Anoki the one I didn't even I wasn't even ready for that name when I when I when it came to me I didn't even understand it I didn't even know what it meant really I just like the way it sounded, right? I didn't even fully know what it meant. It took me years to even understand what my own name meant, right? Um, same thing with Thriving Artist University. I was super nervous about that name, and I didn't even fully understand. And I still don't 100% know how that's going to play out, right? But it's like, you know, it was like God wanted me to thrive first, right? Do it yourself. Do it for you. And then, then, right, when you're, while you're in an abundant place, right, when you're taking care of, when I'm taking care of you, is what the Lord saying to me, then you can break these things down for other people, right? And, you know, allow them to, 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 to follow in your footsteps or whatever the case may be, right? And so, um, and it's hard to do that when you're struggling, Okay. And even though you're trying to help other people, whatever you want to, you, you see the vision, you, but take care of you first. Right. And so, um, that's what that really allowed me to do and to see. And it was also in a, in a company structured the way, you know, thriving artist university will be structured. Right. So it's not that I'm, I'm not just working blindly in some place where I'm just doing sales and random, like it's, everything is aligned right? Everything is aligned and everything is building blocks. So me hustling, working hard, I'm not just working for some man or something. You're working hard, but because you have a definite chief aim, because you're clear on your goals or your vision, where you're going, right? People may judge you for working at, ta doing TaskRabbit. They may judge you for riding the bus. They may judge you for working at Tesla. They may judge you for working at Amazon. They may judge you for working in sales and making six figures they may judge you for you could judge all day long but you don't 
You don't see the vision. You don't know where I'm going, right? Even when I was struggling to find food, (laughs) it's so dramatic, but literally this time last year, this time last year, I'm talking about this is where I was, this time last year is when I was writing down my goals, saying this is what I want to do. I'm bu- I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. I'm thankful for this, that, and the third. This time last year, one year ago, I was. Th- this was this is where I was at. This time last year, so now for y'all listening to this, this time next year, it could be the same for you. This is crazy. I just didn't even. I didn't even put that together. This time last year, I was riding on the damn bus. Okay. I was riding on the bus hoping to get to Tesla on time. So, you know, I can eventually get broke. Lights cutting on and off. This time last year. And now this time this year, I didn't make six figures. I couldn't even fathom making six figures that year. I, I thought that, that was going to be years in the future. I'm talking. But when I'm saying when you are aligned the way the lord works in mysterious ways i'm talking it's crazy so yeah so that's pretty much <laughs> it took me a long time to get here but it ain't take me a long time to get here y'all listening to this story in an hour and a half this was a whole year this was years and years time um but that's just wild that's just wild this time last year so like subscribe comment let me know what you think in the comments about this very long story but very much needed story if you have parts of it that you want me to break down and talk about more of or whatever you want you got suggestions on more content because i'm planning on making more content comment below and i'll see y'all on the next video